Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. What the F was that entire freaking promo about? Mark Kalbacher. She's like the James Ellsworth of women. And Corey Castle. I look like Paul London and Brian Kendrick mixed. <laughs> Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Rassle Rock. I'm your host, Rick Connor, and I'm very upset about things that are going on. There's lots of things happening recently in WWE. I'm upset about it, and gosh darn it, people are going to hear about it. Uh, First of all, how are you guys doing? What's going on, man? Better than last week. (laughs) Yeah, man, everybody, uh, everybody, I think everybody kind of... Came down with something last week. Yeah, I still have it. It hasn't gone away yet. Really? Yeah. Corey, you're still still sick. Still bad. Yeah, I couldn't get. I was in bed all day today, man. Yeah, I had a migraine and like Wednesday night while I was working, I just felt it all hit me. I'm like, oh, I'm also sick. (laughs) (laughs) My camera's doing a flippy thing. Okay. Yeah. um... Yeah, man. Um, But we're all back together and just in time uh, for WWE to do something else that's stupid. I know Corey Castle doesn't care about human beings and what happens to them. but uh... (laughs) They're all fine. They're going to be fine. They made lots of money. They can sit at home for a week or something and they'll be fine. They'll find somewhere else to work. They're going to be fine. They're absolutely going to be fine. People who have low paying jobs who lose their jobs... And lose their livelihoods, sure, feel bad for them. But people who are superstars on TV and make lots of money, I don't feel bad for them. Well, see, the thing is, a lot of these people moved across the country and uprooted their lives and and their families and took their kids out of school uh, just to be released because of budget cuts. When in the reaction, the the reality is that. WWE just didn't have anything for them and was just hiring a bunch of people so that the competition, they were pawns, basically. They, 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 were, they were collector's cards. They were action figures that they were collecting. Say la vie, whatever. Say la vie, yeah, let them, let them rot. You know, Biff Busick just put out a video. It's like, yeah, cool. I'm going to be sitting at home for three months. Can't work until next year. But, you know, he's fine. Whatever, screw it. Oh, no, we, what happened? We lost Corey. So, uh, <laughs> no, um, <laughs> so yeah, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, WWE just released uh, another slew of talent. It's 18 wrestlers all together. Um, I got the list right here. It's B Fab from Hit Row, who just got moved up to the main roster. Yeah, Eve, uh, Eve, what's that? She was drafted to SmackDown with Hit Row, and now she it, 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 it looks weird watching them without her. Yes, oh, yeah. That, that does look real weird seeing them without her. It's, having gotten used to seeing that at NXT and and just yeah, the first I mean, two weeks that they were drafted to SmackDown. Well, it's probably the same as uh, uh, another person that got released. Um, what was his name? Karrion Cross. Got got rid of him from. Uh, uh, got rid of Scarlet, and he uh, they never been able to recover. Pretty much, they put him in a dumb gimmick and. He just went on Twitter just saying how much he hated everything, and, and you know, so there's that. But, uh, yeah, he's gone as well, unfortunately. Uh, Ember Moon, Eva Marie, Frankie Monet, Grand Metalik, Harry Smith, who I didn't even know they hired. Yeah, uh, that was a – I don't think that they ever had him on anything. They never – like, they signed him just to have him, and then yeah. they – then they yeah, got rid of him just to get rid of him. I remember he did the Hall of Fame, and then they did like a shoot interview with him on like YouTube one day, 
And then I, I never heard from him. To be on the bump. <laughs> For yeah. him to be on the bump, he got signed. <laughs> hey, you're going to get a contract to be on the bump. And that's <laughs> it. Yeah, uh, I just completely forgot he was even signed. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> that's another person. You know, let's, let's, move, let's move you down to Florida and let's uh, make sure that you can't wrestle anywhere else. And then, uh, yeah, we're just going to toss you out like you're garbage. But uh, uh, Jeet Rama. Uh, Jesse Kamea, Karrion Cross, Katrina Cortez, Keith Lee, uh, Lindsay Dorado, Lindsay Dorado, Mia Yim, uh, Nia Jax, Oni Larkin, Scarlett Bordeaux, Trey Baxter, and Zaida Ramir, who I'm not sure who that, that, can, that last can one we, is. Can we pretend like you didn't just read through Nia Jax without some sort of wanting to celebrate? No. No, 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 no. Listen. All right, go ahead, Mark. I thought it'd be confetti and fireworks going off in the background. No. And I yeah, only dance. only only WWE can do something so shitty that it makes me take Nia Jax's side. Because <laughs> not not only did they I was I was hoping that she would be part of, of the, the releases, honestly. I know that makes me a bad person. I don't care. I wanted her gone because she keeps on injuring people. But the fact that she was off because she was taking a mental health break, and then like she called up and she's like, "Listen, I need more time. I'm just not where I am, where, where I need to be mentally." They released her. They 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 fired her during a mental health break. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of a wrestling company doing. That is that is Jesus Christ. You, you, she's off because she can't mentally. Freaking do anything. She she needs somehow you put WWE on this pedestal. They're an employer. They employ people. Employees get <clears throat> this kind of shit happen to them all the time. Yeah. It sucks. It really yeah. truly sucks. It really sucks that they did that to her. But this happens to people all the time. And it's and most people aren't <laughs> TV personalities. And dude, racism happens all the time. Do you want to sit around and defend that? <laughs> Just because they're an employer and they can do it and it happens to other people doesn't mean it's okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. The world needs to be a better place. Yes, I agree. All the way. I'm 100%. I will stop defending them, you jackass. I know you were probably them. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to sit around and be way too sad for them when I got my own life to live. We lost Corey again. (laughs) Jesus Christ. There's just so many, like, um, it's just so tough. Like, I get Corey's side, I get your side, and to me, I'm just tired. That's all it is. It's like <laughs> it's the same. It's like every three months we have to go through this whole thing. Hey, WWE let go a bunch of other cool people, and and they just and then you turn on WWE and it's the same thing, the same matches, the same disqualification, yeah. same distractions, and then you just saw 18 people let go that could have changed, you know, changed things for the better. And then they basically say they had nothing for him or like Keith Leader going around now saying he had an attitude problem and didn't work well in the background and all that. It's like, come on, dude. Like that guy's got a reputation across the board as like one of the nicest guys one in of the, the world. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. The only thing I agree with is they're saying uh, five, possibly more than five people, uh, they let go because they refuse to be vaccinated, which makes sense. You, you, have to travel all over the place, and a lot of places don't let you in the building if you're not showing a vaccination card. So if it's like, well, for if you're going to limit the places that we can take you, you're limiting the amount of things that we can do with you. So that that makes sense. I get it. Um, yeah, but everything else just 
it just sucks. I I'd honestly, I'll still report on WWE, but I don't think I'm ever going to watch a product again. I'll probably watch the pay-per-views because I don't pay for Peacock, but uh, they're not getting <laughs> a rating or a view or a, a like a click any anything from me. I'm not I'm not doing anything WWE anymore. It's just, it's just that it's at that point where I'm that disgusted by them. Put out a better product, and I might be able to separate the art from the artist, but I just can't. I just can't do it. When when your art sucks too, I can't. <laughs> there's no separation to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just so, right now know. when it comes to WWE, it's just the entire product is a miserable experience. Everything mm -hmm. is just. The matches aren't good, or you get one good match and just giant shit sandwich that they give you. Yeah. And then, you know, then you go to SmackDown. And even SmackDown hasn't been that good with the exception of Roman. Everything else is, eh. And, you know, then you, then you go over and, like, I'm just watching Guy. I want to, like, want to see succeed after Guy. I want to see succeed. And they will somewhere else. But it's like they had a chance to be on the big stage and, you know, you put Keith Lee in some kind of weird unitard with like claw marks on, like, you know, literally Chris Benoit's claw, claw marks on his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then you call him the bear cat. cat. looks a hell of a lot like a Wolverine. What's <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just doing like, he's not even doing like normal big man stuff. They had him do almost like a bruiser Brody gimmick, which is nothing like what he does. Like it, it just came off. And then two weeks later, he's gone anyway. So, what, or a week later, what does it matter? Like, yeah, yeah, uh, it just it, it it doesn't. It's the, it's the answer. It just doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's like, why even bother watching? I just, I just, I just can't. And I also forgot to put myself on mute, so I apologize. For that. Oh, I know it's only been six years. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. It, it's just, uh, it's it's very very crazy. Um, Another thing that I wanted to bring up about that was they've released so many people and WWE 2K22 is coming out in March. And I'm curious to see how it's going to affect that game. Oh, yeah. It's going um, to totally change now. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you do about the roster? Um, I mean, is that usually they, they release around October, November. So um, maybe they pushed it back to March because they keep on releasing people and it's like, well, you got to get take that person out of the game. You got to take that person's got to be gone. Uh, or <laughs> possibly because 2K was doing mocap for the game and they were like putting the suits on and going through their moves and they're like, I'm probably not going to be high. I'm going to, I'm going to be mm -hmm. fired by the time this game comes out anyway. What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do all that, you do all that prep work to be in the video game. And they're like, well, not only are you fired, but that dream you had of being a video game, yep, that's gone. Sorry, take <laughs> that away from you too. They just build like the, they just like charge you for the AEW DLC. Yeah, you, for that, you get Miro and Brian Danielson and yeah. Christian Cage. <laughs> like, you get all the guys that are all gone. Yeah, like Ty Conte, like they all. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Malachi. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Alistair Malachi. <laughs> mess up all their names and still put them right. in the game. Yeah. We'll just change their names. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do about the video game. It'll be interesting to see if it affects sales at all. I was like, oh, you're not, you, you released that guy and now you're not even going to put him in the video game? I'm not buying it. Somebody doesn't buy it because they took out Nia Jax. <laughs> 
Um, and you know they got the they got the Survivor Series coming up pretty soon. Uh, that card yeah. again, it looks. I mean, pick pick a random year out of the last you know five or six years, and that's what the card looks like right now. <laughs> they just they just All right. it. Got- they didn't give you a chance to like. There was like no build to or any of them. They just like here's the no. team. Yeah, yeah, that was it. It's uh, and it's and it's two weeks away. It's well, two weeks away, and they just announced the, the 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 two Survivor Series. I think it was on Twitter. They announced the Survivor Series teams. Well, it's that same thing. Like, remember when they did that pay per view? That was like Team Hogan versus Team Flair in yeah. Saudi Arabia, and then they're like, the teams we pick them today, right now. The the show's tomorrow and stuff. But we'll like we'll figure yeah. it out when we get there. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> it was it was literally like they just pulled names out of a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, what we got now for Survivor Series Team Raw is going to be Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio versus Team good. SmackDown: Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, uh, Sami Zayn, and Baron Corbin. And then for the women, you got on Raw Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. Versus SmackDown, which is Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, and uh, Natalia and Aaliyah. Shotzi, Aaliyah? Uh, yeah, Natalia, Aaliyah apparently is going to be on it. Good for her, I guess. Yeah, good is for her, her, I guess. Debut? Yeah, yeah, she, she just... <laughs> well, she was just on SmackDown or something like last week or something, just like in a backstage segment. Yeah, it was... Uh, she. Which, that, did you see that segment? That didn't make any sense. It was just like... Hey, this is Aaliyah. And Jeff Hardy's like, yep, that's Aaliyah. And then they kind of like walked away from each other. <laughs> it was like a great debut, I guess. What the hell? God damn it. Somebody pick up a pen. Just a pen. It's like a with permanent ink. And be like, this is how we're doing it. Something that you can chisel, chisel it into stone so Vince can't tear it up at the last minute. God's sake. So uh, yeah, and then um, I'm I'm assuming they haven't announced it yet, but I'm assuming it's going to be you know Reigns versus Big E and uh, Lynch versus Flair, Usos versus RK Bro, Nakamura versus Damian Priest. Well, you know, they just had, that's what I was thinking. I thought they were building on SmackDown is they just had Roman jump Xavier Woods and Kofi, so mm-hmm. I thought they were going to do maybe like just one match, like a, a three man Survivor Series type match, and have the New Day versus you know the, the Bloodline. And mm-hmm. now it's just like Woods is just thrown into the unless they're gonna change that come this weekend if they have you know come this Friday. But like Woods is just thrown into the Raw versus SmackDown like match. Like, I don't know, man. <sighs> yeah. And then I, I you know, and then you watch the Eddie Kingston CM Punk promo and you're like, <laughs> like it's like worlds apart right now, like yeah, how good the shows are. And, and I know you guys are Kingston fans. That guy killed it on Friday night. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. killed it. Yeah. Did you see Brian's chest? How, like, <laughs> it was just meat. It was just, yeah. It was just tenderized meat. Tenderized all meat all over his chest. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's, again, like you said, Mark, it's worlds apart. Uh, two completely different shows, and one is doing well. Well, it seems uh, like one is being booked by. Um, people who care about wrestling, and one is being booked by people who care about movies and stuff. Yeah, yep. That seems like the huge difference. Mm-hmm. It is. It is, and uh, it's a shame. Um, uh, we, were, Mark, and I were talking off air a little bit uh, about all the firings and stuff like that, and 
Uh, it's possible that WWE is just being groomed up to be sold. And yeah, uh, I, I say good. When I worked for, when I worked for Motorola, which uh, only they only exist in name now. Uh, when Google went the bias, like I watched Motorola just offload uh, any kind of like higher management. Anybody was making six figures a year slowly started disappearing. And then anywhere they could trim off like an employee here or there. Like uh, I did a job where we had to catch flights all the time and we used to just change our flights on the fly if we missed it or whatever. And myself and two other guys missed the flight and just changed it, which was weird because I would have flew in 45 minutes earlier than when I was supposed to land. And they fired me while I was stepping on the plane. Right? And they, it's just like one of those things like there, it reminds me of that. Cause like, there's almost this callousness to it because it's all about getting down to a certain number or a certain uh, whatever when they sell it to make the most money uh, at when they sell it. And one is like just offloading contracts. And like I said, these guys have been used. We've been joking about forever. They, they're just toys. He was a collector, you know, and he just didn't want any competition getting these characters. Now, which is weird because now the competition is different than it ever has. But it's almost like he's just offloading talent anyway, and that's where I think, like now it may never, it, now it just seems like they're just, he's just going to get as many down to the bare bones and then sell the company to someone else. And this is where it reminds me a lot of the WCW Time Warner merger, and then you just have a CEO from a television channel try to run a wrestling program, mm-hmm. and I think WWE's got about five years. <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah, that, that's uh, that's that's not too far off. That's, that's, that's not too far it. off. The the the, uh, the bump in the beginning. Now, then, forever. Now it just goes together. <laughs> well, you know, I see, I see, like Corey. It's like it's these guys will be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Khan already stated that he is definitely looking at a lot of the talent that was let go. Mm-hmm. I I definitely see Keith Lee and Keith Lee <laughs> going. I mean, well, I mean is probably going to go to Japan or Mexico. Same with Lince Dorado. Well, uh, AEW just picked up uh, Kalisto, didn't they? Yeah, that was that was weird. I, I I was like, is that? I couldn't remember his name. I was blanking out his name, and then he started something soul when he was coming yeah. out of the ring. That was like Del Sol. That was like Del Sol. Yeah. That was his uh his finisher move in WWE. Yeah. That's what his name is now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Super- Neat. My <laughs> name is Superkick. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean I I could see him they can they definitely need more women. Um I could see them picking up Ember Moon. Ember Moon was never used properly in uh, uh, she's, not on the main she's roster. So, she's so good. She's so talented. She's going to yeah. she's going to be fine. She's gonna be fine in AEW. Nia Jax will probably wind up in AEW too, or some something like that. That'd be a terrible I, idea. I, it's not. <laughs> what was that? I said that'd be a terrible idea. Well, I mean, if WWE, I mean, their competition might change. I'll tell you right now, smartest thing for Nia Jax is go to Japan. Go to Japan. yeah. Nia Jax would would she would do great in Japan. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, see what happens. Um, I could see. Um... What's a, we just talked about him. Uh, we did, uh, Harry Smith. Harry Smith will be doing great in AEW. Team him up with Brian Pillman Jr. Awesome. Uh, right there. Well, what was, F you, man. 
What's that? Griff Garrison, F you, man. <laughs> didn't he used to wrestle with the, the Murder Hawk? Weren't they a tag team? I think they did. I think him and Lance Archer were a tag team over in, in uh, Lance Japan. Lance Archer. Yeah, I think Lance, Lance Archer. Archer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of people on this list, and I'm sure the lists to come that uh, you know the AEW would probably take a look at. Um, Impact should definitely take a, be taking a look at all these people because they're kind of in the toilet right now. Yeah, they're, Impact, they're having good Impact shows. Didn't find out about it until you talked about it. They 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 just learned about it on listening to our show. They didn't. know. Yeah. Like, we should. Oh, what? <laughs> and then what? Like uh, our. And then also what, like ROH is rebranding or something like that, and they're going to yeah. like offload all their talent too. I sort of yeah, we, like, I think almost like everybody knows that Tony Khan's like such a like a psycho for like wrestlers. We're like we have offloaded enough talent, he's just going to buy them off and run his company into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just take all their talent away. It's just it's wild. Like now ROH is offloading talent, and but like. I wish Impact. Had, I don't know how much money Impact has to spend, but right now Impact could honestly rebuild their entire brand. With who's sitting on the shelf right now, mm-hmm. and maybe move into like actual live studio, like a decent sized live studio to do the shows. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's also yeah, ML, yeah, we, we forget about MLW that doesn't get talked about a lot, and a couple others. Okay. You know, a lot of these you know federations might be able to like maybe make a play <laughs> for. Bless you. Like maybe make a play for like the third largest federation in the country now. Uh, yeah, in the country now. Yeah. Um, me, him too. Like you want to talk about a women's division? Uh, like she's great. She she was great in NXT. Another person that got completely underused and uh, destroyed by the main roster with the whole retribution thing and right. and all that stuff. Yeah, it was just all that nonsense. Almost people almost forgot about retribution. Yeah, that was the thing that happened. That. You know, crippled Mercedes Martinez and uh, <laughs> a couple other wrestlers. But, um, yeah, uh, there, there's a whole list of people, uh, from even from the last firings, you know, that that, uh, uh, that, can, that can definitely end up somewhere really, really well. Um, so I have nothing but bad news. I'm looking through all this, and I'm like, this all sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, sticking to WWE, let's let's get rid of the WWE bad news for now. Um, so Vince is is looking to get some some beefier guys in there. Uh, that's he thinks that that's what WWE's problem is that there's not enough giant meat in the ring. And his solution to this apparently is to hire shorter refs. Mm-hmm. Just, that's an actual story that's happening. Job. I'll take a job. Yeah, it, Mark needs a job here. How do I do this? <laughs> right now i think the only uh ref that's safe is charles robinson because he's like five foot six he's he's but, uh, great grandfather din yeah 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 pretty much <laughs> so uh yeah as it's referees from now on i think i think the, the i don't have the story in front of me but i think the ruling was he can't be over five foot eight if you're going to be a referee and that's how you're going to make all the current roster look bigger Vince has lost his damn mind, and this needs to stop. If he's gonna sell, pe- just fire everybody at once, man. What's what's all this taking two years crap to do it? Just just get rid of them, sell the company, and move on. So we I think, might I think have having a- small yeah. refs has been an unwritten rule in pro wrestling forever. I think sure. like people are like, oh come on, your guys aren't even bigger than the ref. Like yeah, that's like something a fan's perspective would say. But the fact the fact that like. 
he's coming out and saying it now is kind of strange. But, you know, it might not be him saying it. Everything is whispered down the lane. They're like, some guy goes, that's what Vince likes. That's what he likes. That's what he doesn't like. And then they, they say that he said something he didn't say. So there's also, uh, people, you know, it, it's a corporation. There's also people probably trying to make plays for a higher position or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we need all these big guys. Like, you know, well, let's make the ref shorter. <laughs> that's what the problem has been this whole time all those towering refs how do i how do i become uh yeah i mean you can go to school a wrestling school will teach you to be a referee monster factory will do it yeah yeah they'll um they'll give you an honest evaluation and everything it's like oh well you suck as a uh, as a referee but we can put you on commentary you know they'll, they'll give you one of those um or a manager deal or something like that but uh yeah it's uh it, the thing is like uh Corey, you were talking about the indies and 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 stuff like that with with the uh, with taller refs and the the wrestlers are shorter and stuff like that you have a good match you forget about that real quick like well, as as soon as you, you start popping that crowd, like the crowd doesn't care what the hell the referee looks like. So they, I, th- I think they just need to have a better product. Is is the main issue here? Uh, to me, issue. to me anyway. It's always going to be the main issue. Yeah, it's right now. Like WWE's been putting out what they have been forever, and it's stale and it's boring, and everybody's tired of it, and it, and they just keep doubling down on all the other things except for the, the problem that it is which is it's a sale product so that oh we need shorter reps we need to get rid of these people we need to like get rid of all they got rid of a bunch of management too like a bunch of management are all gone they got rid of them too so like it's like they just keep like putting band-aids on problems that aren't even there and then there's just yeah. a giant gaping hole like in the product and it, it just yeah. You know, it, and it's that point, like you said, like it's hard to watch. Like I, I try to watch it right now. I've been just doing the clips because it's so tough to watch. Yeah. Um. I but I'm also because of my work schedule. That's the other reason. Plus, I'm only watch. Yeah. You know, right now, I'm only watching the clips of AEW too. So don't. Well, I think that I think that the, the they make <laughs> a habit of putting the company itself almost like that, like blind patriotism, but for the company itself. So they'll go, the company, it's the universe. It's the, like, it's the presentation. The, the, the people that work there are buying the hype of it. So if they were to go, oh, well, this is, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. They're like, how dare you say there's something wrong with the universe that we created? And then they're probably scared. Like anybody who works there is probably scared to speak up and try to make any kind of real changes. Mm. I mean, assumingly, I don't know. I am (laughs) no expert. Uh, yeah, I mean, I assume you're right as well. Um, but yeah, WWE's problem has always been the product, and WWE thinks it should be better than uh, it's, like WWE is the star, not right. not it's the, the guys propaganda. The it's they're propaganda propagating that it's well, they've, you know, been doing, they've been doing that since the early 2000s. They, they yeah. went from after Austin left and Lesnar left, and all, they started going instead of like making the stars like the focal point, they made the company. And it's all they they don't they don't have stars anymore. WWE is the star, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like yeah, like AEW. Yeah, everybody chants the name and all, but in the end, the stars, are, you know, are the wrestlers. Like the the show is 
based around certain tentpole wrestlers and the feuds that they have, you know, which is basically like wrestling 101. But like I said, Vince McMahon got burned by a lot of people, and it's almost like he's like a jilted lover type, you know, personality where he just now it's about the company and screw all the the popular people and you know. Yeah. If he really cared about stars, look at my people he's had or still has, and the fans lose their minds for him, and he's like, "Nope, Seth Rollins." Yeah. You know, like, no, I'm gonna put you know this guy in front of them. It's over and over. Everybody was sick of Drew McIntyre. Like, no, like here's more of them. Yeah. We don't care what the fans think anymore because it's like, oh well, if I let you like this person, then you're just gonna that person's just gonna leave me. So. <laughs> It's it's a weird thing with WWE. It, uh, yeah, it is a lot like a relationship. Where it's just uh, like I'm like gonna leave sad, you. Sad, sad love song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I let you love this person, they're gonna just <laughs> leave me. It's it's yeah. It's like um, I'm afraid that you're going to leave me, so I'm going to beat you instead, so you don't. It's like it's like you know, like an abusive husband. <laughs> some some God uh, damn Vince. Some gaslighting. Yeah. Ah man. Um. So yeah, more bad news. Um. Jim Ross just uh, came out and said he uh, he has skin cancer. Um. This was a, a really sad news. This came out. Uh, when did this come out? Uh. Just last week, I believe. Um. Said uh, he's been battling skin cancer. He's 69 years old. Uh, went on Twitter, said that he's feeling fine. He's ready to attack the disease. Um, at the time of this article, he said he was writing on a radiologist to determine the best treatment option. But it's going to be radi- radiation, and um, he's going to have to go through 22 different treatments uh, just to uh, you know, and, and just basically to see if it if it takes and if he can get rid of it. Uh, and he's going to continue to work throughout this entire thing, which yeah, is um, him on his podcast. He was like, I won't, crazy. Miss, I won't miss a day of work. I'm not going to do yeah. it. So yeah. I was hoping he beats it, man. Let's hoping he gets right through it. Yeah. yeah. Guy's S- had a rough skip life. Bad. Skip really, bad on the cancer. He's, he's got a rough, I got to admit, he has a rough tail end of his life. If you read his books, that guy's lived more lives than most of us ever have. Yeah. I just hope, you know, just hope he gets better, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. He's had a rough go in the last five years or so. So, yeah, and more power to him for uh, for. I mean, like radiation's no joke. It's not like you go to the doctor and get a shot, and then you go right, you know, right back, right back to work or whatever. Uh, it's a pain in the ass, and it's 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 painful and it's draining and it's 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 pretty awful. So the fact that he's like, no, I'm not missing any work. Screw you, cancer, and you know, good for him. Um, more power to him, absolutely. Uh, and uh, and I think Ross is enough of a badass that he can absolutely do it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and then the other, the last piece of really terrible news: uh, John Moxley is uh, going into rehab for alcohol issues. Uh, Tony Khan just released on Twitter the other day. Uh, John Moxley, what's that? Let's let's not say this is bad news. This is him recognizing there's a problem and doing something good about yeah. it. Right. Uh, I, I this isn't bad news. I mean. Uh, sorry that you're going through these struggles, John, but like you're going to get right through it. Skip out on this one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just meant the, like, uh, the fact that he's having problems at all is the bad uh, news. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, Tony Khan released on Twitter uh, John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he's 
uh, entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. Uh, John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all of his family and friends as he shifts his focus to recovery. So, uh, Courtney, yeah, like you said, it's um, it's a good thing. Yeah, he's, he's taking steps. He's uh, he's realized that you know his uh, his body and himself and his family and all that. You know that all that all has to come first and it has to come before wrestling. And yeah. he's a dad now. He's got to be. He's got to yeah. be a responsible person, a yeah. responsible adult person who isn't. Uh, <laughs> the only one clip I remember seeing him on the um, Road to the Top reality show. Someone was like, "How are you doing today?" And he's like, "I'm incredibly hungover, or whatever. <laughs> hungover I've ever been in my life." It's like, bro, yeah. you, you're you're grown past this stuff, man. You shouldn't get like that yeah. anymore. Yeah, but yes, good for John for moving on and uh, getting the help he needs. Yeah, yeah, addiction's a, a son of a bitch, man. Like it's um, a lot of people, thankfully, don't have it in it. But when you when you when you do have that in it, it's just that uh, that addictive personality. And you know, if one is good, fifty is better type of thing. And uh, it takes a lot to take a step back and and say, hey, I'm a human being and I can't do this by myself, and I need some help. So, uh, so yeah, good for him, man. And hopefully, he's uh, he's going to get through it, and we'll see him back in the ring pretty soon. Um, and that's <laughs> damn, man. Uh, it's, yeah. it's everything. Everything today is such a bummer. It's, it's just ah, God, it just stinks. But uh, let's shine a spotlight. Let's try and make it a little bit better and shine a spotlight on somebody that absolutely deserves to be in that spotlight. And let's do it with a segment called "Who Wins Wrestling." I win wrestling for not watching WWE anymore. <laughs> but uh, what do you guys think? You guys got one? I'll go. On. Yeah, I'm, go going with, I'm going with Eddie Kingston. Um, he did that weird shoot promo, but at least he didn't call each other by their real names. You know, but mm. he made it as, as real as possible. Like, going back to their history at ROH and everything. And for a match that has a very short build is now probably one of the top two, top three matches I'm looking forward to on that card. Uh, I, I think CM Punk played his part well. And then I, I really appreciate the end when Kingston tried to stop him and he headbutted him instead of just throwing the work punch and then do it, you know, then doing the whole brawl. I thought it was like nice little touch of originality by headbutting him. <coughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Eddie Kingston still proves that he's like one of the best promos in 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 all of wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I've said it, I've said it several times. That guy looks like he thinks it's real, and he's going to go out and kill someone. <laughs> he, and uh, and that's brilliant. He's he's always been brilliant with stuff like that. Yeah, he Corey, carries, what do you got, man? He carries himself the right way. Um, I'm gonna say Sami Zayn. Um, I don't. I just know the the stuff he did with Hit Row in that promo. He's like, "I'll show you kids the ropes," and he starts walking in the ring, and then they're like, "No, we're here to beat you up." (laughs) He he is like all the best parts of like like Kurt Angle during his silly goose like best run. Like Mm -hmm. Sammy is that. Sammy is that brass ring. That like guy who's fearless and is going to you know eventually be a huge star for everybody in this business, and then. And then people will be like, "Oh man, I can't believe we, you know, we underappreciated him when we had the opportunity to." I think uh, Sami Zayn is the, the best, and he wins wrestling in my life. 
Very nice. In your life. <laughs> In my life for today. <laughs> um, yeah, very cool. Uh, Sami Zayn's always been great. Hopefully, um, you know, he can, he can get uh, a little bit more play. Anytime he's on SmackDown, it's always very entertaining. Um, and we'll see what happens with him in the future. He's another one that's rumored to be leaving soon. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, for me, it's uh, I'm, I'm going to go with CM Punk because why not? The guy's, the guy's crushing it. Uh, Eric Bischoff just came out not too long ago on his podcast uh, talking about how he thinks that CM Punk has been underused, uh, underutilized, or, or, or something along those lines in AEW so far. Uh, I disagree. Um, I'm liking the fact that CM Punk is going after the little guys. He's, he's giving them a shine. And what I hope is going to happen is eventually one of these uh, mid-card guys is going to beat CM Punk because is there a better way to get somebody over than having CM Punk, you know, beat uh, Seidel and, uh, and Darby Allen and who was the other one? Garcia. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just keep on going on and on and beating the mid-card guys, beating the mid-card guys. Well, still – Powerhouse, his match with Powerhouse Hobbs on AEW really like cemented Hobbs is going to be a guy. Yeah. People are going to have to pay attention to. But yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like he's still getting these guys over, uh, even though he's, even though these guys aren't winning and these guys are still getting over. But man, if one of these guys pins and, and like legit pins him, not like uh, it was a, you know, Punk got distracted, or you know, it it was a quick like roll up pin or something like that. If Punk actually like gets pinned or taps out or something like that, that's going to be huge. And eventually, Punk will get up there to the you know the world title reign or the uh, TBS TNT whatever the hell the other title is. TBS is the women's title. That's the women's title. Yeah, yeah. I get confused. Stop naming your belts after TV stations. Um, or you know he's he's definitely going to win a major championship pretty soon. It's it's not going to you know the he's UBN not going to be title. The UB- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, the frog comes out the WWWB. WWWWFB. So yeah, CM Punk's my boy for this one. Um, I think that'll about do it for this episode of Russell Rock, man. Corey, hit me with some plugs, brother. What do you got? What do you got going on this week? Um, nothing tremendous. Just uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Corey Castle. Follow me on the Instagrams and tweets at Corey Castle. Uh, if you are, if you're checking us out on the Russell Rock YouTube channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, comment below, let us know you exist. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us as long as you've told us something. And uh, check out WrestleRock.com for all the information on all the other stuff we got coming up. That's right. Mark, you got anything going on? Check out my wrestling figure. I mean, wrestling video game character, Lee, Cat Bear, Keith. <laughs> when WQA goes out. He'll look just like Keith Lee. But that's <laughs> no, I have nothing going on. Uh, have a good weekend or a week or whatever day it is. <laughs> Happy birthday when that comes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Merry holidays. Uh, yeah, man. Check out. Uh, well, I, I do want to say check out uh, DCW Overdrive TV on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to that channel. We're going to be putting out 
a new episode of DCW. It's a weekly episodic uh, wrestling program. Check out some new indie wrestling. Uh, it's going to be on every single week. Uh, every Saturday it's going to come out. Um, and it's a, it's a nice little half an hour to 45-minute show. And you're going to see some kick-ass wrestling on it. So go subscribe to DCW Overdrive TV on YouTube right now. And um, it's it's going to be wonderful. Subscribe to my channel as well. Uh, tinyurl.com slash YouTube Rick Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R. And you're going to see a whole bunch of indie wrestling on there as well. Posting a lot of uh, old school DCW and old school WPW stuff. And it's a lot a lot of fun seeing those those guys pop up again. And uh, like Corey said, check out WrestleRock.com uh, for all the merchandise. You want some WrestleRock merchandise? Uh, pick something up. Everything is going to charity, man. Every single dollar that we that we raise with uh, with with sending all that uh, with all the T-shirts and everything that we have on there, it all goes to a good cause. So uh, please check that out. Like this video, share this video, subscribe to the WrestleRock YouTube channel, subscribe to the WrestleRock podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And that'll be about it for this episode of Rassel Rock. I'm Rick Connor. Mark Hawacker. Corey Castle. And let's take it out like we always do with Mr. Nick Burke. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Join us again for another episode of Rassle Rock. This has been Jay Davis speaking.